Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Week, another episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast. You know, I'm always joined by my faithful co-host <laughs> meredith cooper jones and only <laughs> <laughs> nobody else is you've stuck nobody to it, the... else would sign up for this okay <laughs> listen this week we have a phenomenal interview with dr grant olson of springfield missouri and uh i had a great time talking to him uh like many of the things i want to do i i'm trying to invite people on that i want to learn from because grant has built a phenomenal practice that is doing a lot more of the things i want to do and he has leveraged YouTube as a way to attract patients from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And what stood out to me in this interview, Meredith, and I don't want to give away too much, okay? Yeah. But what stood out to me was his new office. Um, he took a big risk in doing that. Oh, he yes, was doing sure. well, certainly before. Uh, but what I loved was he didn't go with the norms of, like, oh, I need to have, I'm building X square feet. I need to have X number of operatories. Instead, what he did was he built his office around what he wanted to do. So he has, you know, a wing of general dentistry, a wing of orthodontics. <laughs> and then what really stuck out to me was his wing of complex care dentistry. And he has these suites that he's built that are oversized and large because those kind of cases, people are there, they're there together. Uh, and uh, he's able to be very comfortable there, and he's built these three suites for all of his cosmetic and large implant cases. Uh, so to me, especially as I talk to people that are, like, building the new office, and they're all stuck on how many ops they can get in, right. you know, my Squeezing first question is, what kind, of, what kind of dentistry are you trying to do? So we got to build around that. That's what stuck out to me. Don't forget the living rooms and the balcony space. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of nice. A little different, kind yeah, of nice. kind of nice. Know? What stuck out to you from the interview? Um, I liked a lot of people. I feel like what they want to learn from him is how to start a YouTube channel, yeah. how to put yourself out there, how to get views. I mean, the funny thing to me is, you know, on the Instagram reels, mm-hmm. people say, you know, spend seven hours on this reel, get three views. Right. Spend 30 seconds on it. You get a million. Right. So just kind of doing it and getting it out there. And, and um, like he said, you know, getting having a trigger point, clickbait, something to attract people to click on your videos to view them. And, I mean, he has millions of views. So yeah. what better person to learn from? Well, I think ultimately um, on the YouTube side, what stuck out for me was that 
he didn't make boomerangs and TikTok reels and things like that necessarily. Yeah. He answered. They can be um, informative though. Now, he answered. The reels. Sure. He answered questions right. of things people would be searching for. Yeah. And he just put himself in front of a camera and answered the questions. Yeah. He was a one man show at the very beginning. And those are the doing ones all with the most this. views. And those are the ones with millions of views. Yeah. Now I don't want to give away too much on right. the on our interview. We're going to get to that here in a moment. But Meredith, let's uh, certainly talk about our number one and most important sponsor. And that, once again, like I'm your only co-host, our only sponsor. <laughs> is 3D Dentist. So if you're looking for great education uh, that you want to do more implants, you want to do more sleep apnea, you want to do more ortho, you want to learn business, uh, biasly speaking, there's no better place than 3D Dentist. And you're looking for a different CE experience, there's no better place than the 3D Retreat. So Meredith, talk you to us. You stole my line. Well, that was my line. But I have a review. How about that? Perfect. That'll, okay. We'll go with it. So this is from Dr. Elijah Brown. He attended a course from Nashville, Tennessee. Just uh, five stars on Google. By the way, I'd like to mention five stars. Just returning from the digital all-on-X course, it was fantastic. I feel like T-Bone and everyone that teaches with 3D really focuses on real-world application and setting us up for successful implementation. There is always an action plan, and they are super responsive even after you leave the course. I have taken sleep apnea with Aaron as well as case acceptance course with T-Bone and Sully. Same experiences across the board, which is why I keep coming back for additional CE. If you put some effort in and follow the action plan, these courses will transform your practice as they have mine. I can't say it any so better than kind. that. That is so nice. I'll send so, the check is in the mail, Elijah. Um, if you haven't taken the All on X and you're interested in it, we do have another one in November. Of 2021. Then, yes, yeah. this year. And then um, 2022 dates have also been released. So feel free to check those out. Yeah, listen, the uh, there is, and, and I'm not saying this as a, as a marketing or tactic or anything, uh, but the response to the retreat has been amazing. Thank you guys so much to that. Um, and listen, people are ready to get out and get around. Our courses are doing well. We're filling up. Uh, so if you want to do it, uh, uh, get registered, get with Meredith. Let's make it happen. We're committed to transforming your practice. Don't get stuck in the busyness that we're all facing. Let's work on what we got to do to get to the next step. And I believe uh, we can help you with that. Uh, in fact, I know we can help you with that. So let's get to our interview with Dr. Grant Olson, and I'll see you guys next week. All right, everybody. This week, we're joined by Dr. Grant Olson in Springfield, Missouri, and he has a very unique setup that we want to talk about. Uh, and we're going to talk about a few things with Grant today. We're going to talk about his practice, this monstrosity building that he built, and how he got around to that. And very specifically, I want to talk to him about how he did YouTube to help build his practice and what you can learn from that to help build your practice. So let's go ahead and bring Dr. Grant Olson on. And uh, Grant, how are you doing today, my man? Doing well, thanks. I'm excited uh, to, to speak with you about this and share my passion for dentistry and Thanks for the opportunity and reaching out. So well, thank yeah, you. Really, well, like, you know, yeah. selfishly, I want to steal your ideas and make them my own. So uh, that's that's kind of why I, I reached out. Just so you know. There you go. Well, I want to steal some of yours. I've been doing that for a while, but you've been not. It's not really stealing when you're just giving them to us. So I appreciate. Well, that's it. true. That's true. And uh, you know, I I I often start feeling bad. It's kind of on topic here. I kind of feel bad sometimes when I see people like you and I had Tejas Patel and I had some other people on. And I'm like, God, they're doing so good. What's wrong with me? And then I always, you know, to make myself feel better, what I always say is that's not my focus anymore. You know, I'm not really focused on 
winning in my practice at the level that that you guys are winning, and or at least what it seems like we're winning. But along those lines, talk to us about your practice. Tell me, you know, tell me, tell us, tell our listeners about your practice, what you guys are trying to build, and let's kind of even sure. talk about the journey into your building. Sure. Well, our practice currently, uh, we we obviously um, had a vision that was a little bit uh, beyond what um, you see typically in general dentistry. We we thought we kind of had a practice there in Springfield, Missouri. Um, at, at a Culpeper location, our first location, that was more of that spa type vibe, uh, spa feel. So, um, you know, nicer finishes and, um, you know, worked with all the senses and smells and uh, music and all that environment. Um, and obviously it, it helped grow a practice where people were feeling like this is not a dental office. Um, the current location, uh, the vision uh, developed over many, many years, but it's, I would say it's more kind of a a resort type feel. It's really kind of uh, the full-fledged vision of trying to take people out of the the dental environment and make them feel like they're at a resort. Obviously, we still do dentistry here, just like we all do. Uh, but uh, the, the the environment, the in and outside feel, the the large glass walls, the exterior courtyard, the fire, those type of you know themes throughout our practice. They give people, I think, a sense that they might be on a vacation uh, until they sit in the dental chair and maybe get a shot. But, um, you know, it's, it, it helps with the dental anxiety. And I'd say our, our approach really from the beginning is that we're not trying to just attract the, the dental patient that already is going to the dentist. But there's, as you already know, there's 50% of the patients don't or people don't even go to the dentist at all. So are at least not every five or 10 years when they have a toothache. And so... Um, this uh, was kind of our approach to how can we create an environment that maybe will attract people that traditionally don't go to the dentist um, for whatever reason, and uh, it's, it's working. And so we attract a lot of people that haven't been to the dentist for five, 10 years. Um, we're able to help them. They have a, a new fresh look on what dentistry might be by coming into our practice. And so uh, that's in a nutshell where we're at today. I mean, I can give you whatever you want to hear from our history, but I think that that uh, would sum up where we um, are currently. So. All right, so let's 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 kind of I'm going to dive into that a little bit. So, how big was your building? So, number one, did you do a scratch start? So initially, um, you know, miracle after miracle came across to, to you know to be able to buy a practice that was a really good deal in the sense that it was priced right mm-hmm. uh, in Springfield for 50, it was 5,500 square feet. Um, wow. had five wow. ops. It had an expansion side that was an event center. So it was something that I knew long-term we could maybe build into. Um, and so we, uh, we worked with that for, for some time. And then, um, what we found is that we were outgrowing the space that we had. And so we were able to build into those now, you know, 10 ops there and, and make that happen. So, so yeah. when you, so when you, when you bought this practice, clearly you bought a practice that wasn't meeting its potential in terms of the space right. that it had. Uh, did yeah. you go ahead and expand into the event center part of it? Yeah. So it, what ex- exactly what happened is that the, the, it was actually going to the bank. The, the dentist that previously owned it uh, wasn't going to be able to own it anymore. And so um, it was going to be turned into the bank, I think, on the next Monday. Okay. And so by a complete miracle, I found out about the practice, um, was able to come in and, and tour it, uh, found out that, you know, I – I, I tell people it's kind of like the, the beer goggles for, for a dental office. I, I came in there and didn't see the, the kind of the mess it was in and saw the potential that it could be. And so I had this optimism that I can only explain by the fact that I, I was praying about it and was able to buy a practice that was uh, really, like I said, on, a, on kind of a fire sale 
Um, and then, yes, we did expand into the event center. Uh, I think it was two and a half years into it. Okay. So we added a, another dentist in uh, September after starting in January, so nine months in, and found our opportunity to go, you know, we let's take this to the next level. Five chairs isn't enough um, with hygiene and everything growing. So then we moved into the, the 10 ops there. So. Okay, so then you had 10 ops at your previous location. And how, yes. big is, how big is this office now that you're in now? So the, the dental space is probably in the, the 20,000 square foot range. Uh, the so whole you know facility. you're like in the top one-tenth of one percent of how big your office is. That's what I'm told. Yeah, that's what I'm told. But I mean, you know, that, that wasn't necessarily the goal. Matter of fact, I don't even know if we knew anything about square foot until we really got down to the, the last bit. But we we really had a vision that I, I can only explain. Like I said, we, we went into this with um, – uh, let's do something out of the box. And then through the time of the three years of coming up with a plan, uh, there was some times where I just really felt God calling me to do something that for me was going to be a total faith effort. It wasn't something that I thought um, I could achieve on my own. I think I'm a good dentist, but there's no way that I, I feel and um, sustain uh, the size of facility and, and do it all on my own. And so I really had to rely on God and, and we had a lot of faith going into it. Um, that eased a lot of the anxiety you mentioned earlier. Why, why would I not be so scared? I, I really just wasn't relying on myself. And so we had a great team and I knew it was the right step. It was what God called me to do and I knew he wouldn't let me down. So um, going into this, we were able to um, have a, an optimism about it. It wasn't easy. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of steps you've made in your career, that were worthwhile and a payoff. And, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you're kind of scratching your head like, huh, I could have maybe <laughs> taken a little safer route. Um, but uh, constantly relied on the fact that I knew I was uh, doing something that I was specifically called to do. And I stress that. I know a lot of people are like, man, what, what are you doing that for? And I don't think this is for every dentist by any means. I mean, I, I, it's it's just for me, it's what I, I felt called to do. And I, um, I want to transform as many people's lives as, as I can, um, including our teams. And I, I would say the environment we created has uh, has done that uh, for for all of our team members. They would have a story that has been uh, how they've been, been impacted by our culture, and it's not just the facility that that does that. So, yeah. what's your potential there in terms of operatory size, operatory number of operatories, and and things like yeah. that? Yeah, sure. So we uh, we we have. Uh, on the lower level, we have two wings, essentially, that, that wrap around a central courtyard. Uh, so we have a north wing and a south wing. That They have 10 ops in each. The okay. south 10 ops is what we opened with because uh, we still are utilizing our other office for a few days a week as we're making a transition to this new office. Um, so that's the lower level. Uh, the, the second floor, uh, we utilize the space in the front uh, lobby area, kind of close to the lobby, for our ortho bay. So we have uh, one private and seven that are kind of open chair concept for, for braces and Invisalign to help those patients that need shorter appointments and quicker turnarounds. And then um, probably the most unique portion of the office, and that's actually where I'm sitting right now. This is our uh, cosmetic and implant center. This is our, our suite. So we have cosmetic suites. And these rooms are uh, a living room, which is what you kind of see behind me, and a dental chair, which is what would be right here. This room is room number three. It's not complete. The chair's uh, on its way. So dental uh, uh, is thrown out. I think that's what you use, too, yeah. the treatment center from yeah. Taneos. Yeah. So we have two Taneos, and they're in the first rooms, one and, and two, behind me here, behind this wall. And so those rooms are kind of just private. Um, you know, obviously, they have doors, bathrooms. 
Um, and uh, they have a balcony space, which, you know, if you want to see there, I think you can see outside. There's a Each room has their own balcony, balcony there. Well, are people, like, living there? You, like, have right. to stay overnight? I mean, what's the deal? Uh, no, they don't, yeah, they don't stay overnight. They just, obviously, for, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, it's good, right? We, we actually did think about that. When you go into thinking about and brainstorming, we threw, we put everything out there, and it just never made the cut because of trying to figure out how do you staff an overnight uh situation so we decided yeah, it was going through that myself right now but yeah 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 okay we have yeah places for that so so let me ask you this did you not mm-hmm. did you not believe that you could do what you're doing in the space you were in or um you know we, we to some degree we were we were we were still doing doing the traveling you asked me about the youtube and i'll, I'll share more about that too um here in a moment but the um uh we were definitely starting this traveling treatment where people are flying in and getting things taken care of there, but we didn't have a very good private space for it. Mm-hmm. And so the op or the arrangement was more of open uh, plan. And uh, I was either going to have to, um, one of the options would have been drop insurances uh, or drop some uh, or not hired, uh, you know, more docs to help us grow. Um, and so I took the the path of, Hey, I want to, I want to continue to see where we can, we can take this and, um, how, how we can maybe build a place that has, uh, everything, you know, not just, uh, parts of what we want to have. You know, I wrote down a comment. It, it's interesting that we're talking mm-hmm. about this. I, I wrote a post recently and you've talked about faith a mm-hmm. lot as in yeah. you know, having the faith. Sure. I wrote down as soon as you started talking, the word that came to my mind was self-belief that regardless mm-hmm. of the faith that you must have, certainly I, I agree that you have to have faith in a higher power that, they're going to support you, that you can, they're going to bring the right people around to you. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I believe that it's more self-belief that it takes to to embark on such a yeah. different journey. I mean, that, I don't know what else to call it other than, you know, the only yeah. the closest thing I think of is when Craig Spodak built his place um, down in uh, Delray Beach. And I just, there's a level of belief and risk and that's the other word that people often forget about is, you know, that ability to take risk uh, in doing this. Because, look, I'm making the assumption you were making a pretty damn good living uh, in your original place. And that, that you know, moving into this place was uh, a financial risk to you. Uh, that probably sure. 99% of the people, uh, and possibly even including myself, would be unwilling to take. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, I, I I understand the the point, and I, and I get I get it to some degree of the, the self belief. I um, over time I've given opportunities and where I've been able to exercise my faith, where I've said, you know, God, I don't know what to do here, but I'm going to trust you, and you've called me to do this. Whether that's giving, whether it's donating to the church, whether it's helping an individual that I just feel like, you know, this person is somebody that I'm called to help. And when I've done it, the, the way that he's repaid me by um, blessing me, blessing me with health, blessing me with my family, giving our, growing our business more than really, like I said, it just doesn't add up. I mean, we're, we're, um, we're 2x where we were last year, and last year we did well. And so I'm, I'm not, I should say that just to say that doesn't make sense. Like we didn't somehow magically come out with a solution that um, – you know, I had so much confidence in myself. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think I'm good. They're, you're a way better dentist than I am. I know oh, that. I've seen your work. I, I, uh, I've seen it. So, uh, but I, I'm just, uh, I just really have, um, 
I've really relied on that. And, you know, there was a moment that I'll share with you. We were driving away. It was about a month before the project was done. And my wife and I were driving away from the backside of the project. And then we just looked at it and we said, shouldn't we be scared? And we both really honestly meant it. But what we were really feeling is that we just had a peace and it's because we were obedient. So I just feel like, you know, yeah, my faith in Christ and my trust in him and his exercising of making that happen for years set me up for this, this leap where I'm going, you know what? I, I know that I'm not relying on this on my own. He's called me to do it. He ain't going to leave me hanging. And that's, that was where the confidence came from. Um, so I, I mean, I, I, I just want to be true to who I would tell you. We talk about this routinely. Um, that, that's, that's where I feel like we've had uh, that success and where we've been able to really jump out of, you know, like you said, it's kind of an existential step from 10 ops to where we're at. And why would you do that? Um, really once again, just, I was called to do it. I feel like this is the right thing to do for us and we're, we're changing some lives and it's exciting. Um, I don't think any one of our team members, including myself comes into work in this place, uh, and doesn't you know, be able to put some of the challenges in life aside and be excited about doing dentistry and, and working together. Um, and as you know, I know you have an extremely good team. And sorry, I keep looking above. I'm used to looking That's at a camera, but, I know. but uh, extremely good team. And the uh, your, your culture is everything. And so um, you can build a nice building, but it's a house of cards if you don't have good no, people I'm to work in. And that's where so, I believe the belief, yeah. you know, maybe again, I, I don't want to belabor the point on the belief faith You're and fine. all that stuff. And no, I get the why. I get the why because we believe, we believe we have faith that we're given we have a talent and that mm. it would be a waste to not fulfill or utilize that talent. You know, I, I, sure. I thought I grew up in the greatest time to be a dentist in terms of starting, mm. starting my practice. Mm. I'm convinced that there's a part of me that wished that I could be in my motivated, my prime in today's world because you know when i started dentistry in 2000 when i started my practice my market was 10 to 30 mile radius uh and today's market is essentially i mean realistically it's it's the united states but there's a part of it that can be the world as your market and sure. people will find a way to get to somebody um that they believe is an expert that they connect with and who see that they're passionate about what they're trying to do and that it's not a money play or an ego play right. or any of those things. I, I just, I, I yeah. it's, it's a phenomenal time to be a dentist, especially yeah. if you're trying to do niche services like cosmetics, like implants, like orthodontics, like all of these things. There is, in my opinion, no better yeah. time uh, to do it because the world, you know, the essentially the United States is your oyster. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I so, mean, uh, uh, back, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was just saying, you know, that that was kind of why we initially started the YouTube channel yeah. was to, to kind of uh, say, you know what, I, even if nobody travels to see us, uh, it sure would be cool to, to help people understand dentistry that are looking online. That's where they're at, right? They're online. They're looking at YouTube. They're on Facebook. They want to learn. Um what's going on. And so, uh, you know, with dentistry and they want to, well, they don't want to read it. And so I thought maybe I could just create some YouTube videos that share some of the ideas I have. And, you know, we all get pretty opinionated as we, uh, you know, why, why would we do dentistry this way? And I wanted to share why I feel like I, this is the way I view dentistry is why I think it, I can help people. 
Um, or if you're not going to travel here, here's some things you might want to know. So when you, you uh, do go to the dentist, you can, you can get a better experience. And so that was really the idea about the YouTube channel. I'll tell you, I put, I don't know, 80 videos out um, before really ever got any traction. And I put, you know, you know this, I was editing it myself. I have a little help now. But, I mean, we were at, you know, six, seven, eight hours of editing because I'm not an editor um, right. and writing it and shooting it and doing that after work. Now that that's that that didn't return a huge uh, amount. Nobody really traveled. And all of a sudden YouTube like algorithm wise found out that the channel was, you know, pretty credible, at least for their viewers to watch and stay on. And so um, it started just taking off and they started, you know, showing um, more and more videos to people doing Google searches uh, for things. So, um, that's when we started seeing some traction, created a website uh, called YourSmileDestination.com and, and in, in you know, kind of had a form there. Um, sorry about the notifications. I wish I knew how to turn that off. I'm, I'm not as savvy as listen, I thought. Listen, nobody but, would notice it. Um, so <laughs> listen, I want to give our listeners an idea of what we're talking about here. So, yeah. so I deal with myself and a lot of people that say, hey, I want to grow the implant part of my practice or I want to do more cosmetic cases. How, what's your marketing strategy? And and I've always believed that people buy from people, okay? So people mm-hmm. want to connect with who their healthcare or their partner, their provider is going to be. And I mm-hmm. believe in an educational-based approach to selling. And so right. I've used that in the dentist-to-dentist world from my early mm-hmm. days on Dentaltown of, of just putting the information out there, giving it away for free. And what I found was that people were willing to come to somebody who they felt that they connected with as a method of, in a sense of repayment. So I, I believe that today um, the best way to, to market your practice is what I call, what, what most people refer to as personal branding, and that's just putting yourself out there, answering the sure. common questions, and showing your work, again, not in an egotistical way, but showing your mm-hmm. work, and people want to learn. And those people that want to learn are more likely to buy. So let's let's take a step back, Grant. So let's step back, say, four, okay. five, six, seven years. And you had mentioned mm-hmm. that you started this YouTube channel, okay? Right. So I'm in that position now, okay? Um, mm-hmm. I want to do more implant cases, more cosmetic cases. What what advice would you give me that to get started on a YouTube channel to recreate uh, at a small scale even what you're doing? Because I just let's say I want to sure. get one or two or three more cases per month. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, 
This is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com. Check out our upcoming sessions and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Yeah. So I think, you know, you've heard this before, but I think finding where you, what's your unique value proposition or what, what's, what philosophy and treatment or what type of treatment you feel like is unique to you or at least somewhat unique to you uh, or maybe just unique to your, your potential listener. Maybe they haven't heard of it. So maybe it's not even unique. Maybe there's lots of dentists that do it. Or it's out there everywhere, but maybe they just don't know. And I would say hone in on that. And that's what we try to do with ours. I mean, you know, I, I, we run the gamut now on the channel. There's 100, I want to say 40 or 50 videos that run from Invisalign to implants to cosmetic, uh, you know, how to even how to find a good cosmetic dentist. I mean, I, I made a video about that. So do veneer stain, you know, things like things like this, right? Making you the expert in the field. And I, I'd say first map out what you think you want to talk about and then this is the tricky part. I think people struggle with this one is you have to, you're really wasting your time on YouTube. At least I don't know about other places, but you're wasting your time on YouTube. If you don't have a really good thumbnail and you don't have a really good title, the title's got to have be keyword searching. It's got to be something that, you know, somebody that's searching on Google is going to find. And then it's got to also be, uh, a, uh, a, 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 something that the, um, is catchy, right? It's got to be a trigger or, or some people call it clickbaitish, but it's got to be something that people go, what? I can't believe, what is he going to say? And if you're not doing that, nobody clicks on your video, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to hear what you have to say. I think one of the videos that I've been criticized the most, it's, it's interesting and it's actually been the most beneficial is a video I said, don't crown your teeth. Yeah, I was about to, and, I was about to call that out. Right, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So I got so much hate on that, but I think half the people never even watched it and uh, that's okay. But, and we all have our different philosophies, but um, it, I was talking about front teeth and a lot of times I was getting especially uh, treatment plans from people in our area that had, you know, for all intents and purposes. Veneers. Yeah, right. They had, they had healthy teeth in the front and they were getting recommended crowns. And I just said, you know what, maybe I can help some people. They, I can do same day veneers. I can give them the benefit uh, of not, you know, taking as much tooth structure away, whatever. But that, then that started that, how do I title this? How do I get people interested? And so within the first 10 seconds, I give it away. I say, you know, don't crown your front teeth if you can avoid it. And then I gave that out and I did a rebuttal, a follow-up video that did well too. It just explained, hey, I know Dennis has been kind of fiery about this one, but here's what the situations where I think crowns are beneficial in the front teeth. And obviously it's just my opinion. You can disagree, that's fine. But uh, it was effective. And so we gained a lot of followers. We had a lot of people interested in why, why would this dentist go against the grain and tell me something that, you know, and so it was good to get um, some traction and, and become an, a, an authority, I guess, in, in, that, in a sense uh, on YouTube for, for giving information on dentistry. So, so I want to um, give our listeners a, um, a little lesson here. Uh, when Grant says thumbnail, that's going to be like the, 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 the image that shows up before the video right. plays. In other words, it's got to be something attractive that makes people want to look at the video, or it's got to be, in my opinion, pretty self-explanatory in very plain English words, like this is what you're going to learn by watching this video. Right. Uh, and so that's the thumbnail. Now, I want to, I want to, I'm, I'm on your channel, on your YouTube channel right now, and I want to read, okay. read out the top five videos 
uh, on his channel. Uh, number five is do not crown your teeth, Much must watch before dental work. That was 1.1 million views three years mm -hmm. ago. Number four yeah. is crowns versus veneers, which is best, 1.2 million views from three years ago. Number three is dentist says do not crown your teeth, proves it, 1.4 million views from three years ago. This one's interesting to me. The number two one is live veneer procedure, cosmetic dentistry, smile makeover, 3.3 million views streamed two years ago, and it's four hours long, okay? And right. the number one video is before and after smile makeover transformations, 4.8 million views from seven years ago, and it was seven uh, minutes long. And, and my point in all of this is all of these are likely search terms that people are, that are interested in this procedure are looking for. And more importantly, what's amazing to me is seven years ago, I assume you didn't have a team doing this and it's your most popular video by three, four X. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and to me, my point being in all of that is, and I suffer this myself, is we want all this tech. We want everything to be perfect, and we want all the, we give all these reasons it can't work, and you did it with essentially no team on a video in dentistry that's gotten 4.8 million views. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. that, that to me is pretty amazing. Well, it speaks to the fact that, um, <laughs> I forget exactly how to phrase it, but perfection is the enemy of great. I mean, yeah. you can you can really kind of, worry so much about being perfect that you just don't ever do it. And this was a good example because that video is actually some of the worst dentistry I've done. I mean, it was seven, eight years ago. It's not the, I mean, I, I would hope all, you know, most of my restorations look better than that, but I was still willing to be vulnerable, put my work out there and say, here's my before and here's my afters. And, uh, the, it was effective, right? I mean, people watched it, uh, they watched other videos and then maybe you know, we're able to follow the channel and, and get more knowledge from it. But if I didn't do that, and I remember doing that video, I shot, I, I, I all I did is the before and after uh, um, of our Google photos that we loaded. And I just loaded them into, I think it was Apple iMovie mm -hmm. and put some cheesy music to it and did some transitions and, uh, you know, uploaded it on, I think it was during Christmas break. And, um, you're right. It's been the most uh, watched, you know, I don't know if it's been the most effective at converting patients to travel, but at least um, YouTube put it out there to be seen and, and help uh, maybe get people onto the channel and watch something else. Yeah. So I think that's an important point. You know, not every video has to be a conversion video. When you're, when you're right. working in the Instagram world or the YouTube world or the social media world, you need to do some things that get you attention so that the powers that be, the computers that run everything, the wizard, um, you know, kind of put some attention on your channel so that the sales, the, you know, the direct response stuff that you do gets the attention it needs uh, right. because of your past history. And so tell me, if you don't mind, how, how, what planning goes into what you make now? Like what planning and yeah. scripting and all of that stuff uh, so that you, you make a plan so, to help build, bring patients into the practice. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T-Bone here bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, 
this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch Implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too, teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course, it's a career-defining leap. Head to www.3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. Yeah, definitely. It's important to have a plan. I think uh, for the last five, so last the year, last year and a half has been kind of building this office. So you've, you've probably noticed you, I, the, the number of videos have been less and less. Mm-hmm. And then the last uh, maybe five months, you know, getting into the new office and having, you know, I've got a, a six-year-old boy that's playing basketball now. I got 11 and 13-year-old daughters that are into gymnastics. Priorities and things have kind of shifted and changed and my time's a little bit more limited. Um, and then we have the traveling patients that have really started to fill my schedule, but I still am committed to making content for YouTube. It just is transitioned from being um, a general uh, kind of, you know, shooting um, videos about all sorts of dental topics, which I've done. Um, but the, the focus going forward is going to be, I think some of the, like, once again, I told you what, what I would recommend doing, I'm doing to reinvent myself to the same thing. And that's, I want to, what's my unique value proposition? Well, I do full arch implant prosthetics and I can do uh, full mouth reconstruction with the CEREC with implants, Invisalign, a combination of crowns, veneers, cantilever bridges, you know, we can do a lot of different things, but we can basically take somebody that's got a condition that's pretty, pretty rough and I can give them advice on, should we keep the teeth and restore it? Is it worth it? Is it the right move for you? Um, or should we be going with uh, removing all the teeth and, and doing a full arch implant a prosthetic solution? So that, that's where I'm gonna take my YouTube channel um, because I'm, I'm not so interested on growing um, subscribers as I am to helping people. And so I wanna see people be able to trust me and come and, and take you know, my, my advice on treatment and, and have treatment done by myself and our team. And so that, that's the goal of the channel going forward. Uh, and then I want to take it, we're creating a, another channel called Rayostat and it's gonna be, um, it's another company that, that we own here at Innovative Dental, but it's going to help uh, advise and give some information that's worked for us uh, to be effective. Um, and it'll be a consulting and marketing kind what's of- What's the name uh, of that company? Uh, Rayostat. How do you spell that for me? Uh, R-H-E-O-S-T-A-T. Okay. So Rayostat, um, obviously it's a thing we put our foot on um, right. as a dentist. Uh, the, the, the terms actually work really well. It's, it's, Rayo is a, is a Latin word for flow. 
and stat is statistics, right? So um, we're thinking along the lines of what, what that means for dentists. It's, it's flow statistics. We actually have an app that's uh, not released yet. It's in beta, um, but it's phenomenal. It communicates to the doctors and the team. Uh, it pulls from your practice management and it tracks performance and timing. And so it should, when the patient shows up, it shows that they're here, shows how long they've waited to be seated, shows how long they've waited to get an anesthetic, shows it, it's really slick how this works. And we're working with a lot of automation with it, with Bluetooth. Um, we have it working on the uh, iPhone and the Apple Watch. And so what we're hoping to do is provide teams objective data that helps them analyze the flow of their practice and gives them statistics that will allow them to make better decisions for training, um, for accountability, for scheduling, um, all of these things that really drive performance. <laughs> but we, we talk about the numbers, which is fine. Numbers are, are good, but uh, that's kind of the, the, the cart, right? The horse comes right. first and the horse is uh, you know, the chair, the, the inner office performance. So I feel like that's kind of the direction that's an app. And then, like I said, along with that, we wanna provide some consulting um, and help people uh, that maybe would like to, to see what we're doing, but obviously just being a think tank. And we learn a lot from other people. I've learned a lot from you. Uh, we, we, by all means, don't have it all figured out, but uh, we're excited to keep innovating. And um, then the other one would be marketing. How do we help practices market like and see successes like we have, whether that's on YouTube, Instagram, um, or Facebook. Obviously, Facebook's kind of uh, slowing down a little bit, but uh, the other two there are pretty big. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'd like to move to yeah. the last part of what I want to talk about. So to kind of give our listeners where we're at, we talk with Grant about how we got to this point, you know, his journey, <clears throat> you know, the new building, you know, his be belief in faith and, and all of that. And then now we've kind of talked about you using YouTube as a way to get the patients. You know, Grant had a desire to do more niche dentistry, cosmetics, implants. He has a skill set uh, and he wants to fulfill his capabilities there. But the last part of that to me is we now we've got to deliver what we tell people we're going to do for them. And so I want to talk to right. Grant about his journey about being able to deliver that. You know, what CEs, you know, what, where did he learn, uh, what the patient journey looks like, and what technologies uh, that he may be using to help make this easier, especially when you're dealing with people that come from out of town. You can't be having them come back every week. Uh, right. you know, to fix something right. here or there. So uh, I think you kind of get where I'm going here, Grant. So kind of sure. walk us through all of that. Sure. Well, it's, it's not going to be so pretty. <laughs> so, Perfect. Even but I better. Do, yeah, I did uh, do a lot of uh, my initial CE, obviously at Sarek Doctors, um, and then I've done some Spear uh, education. By no means am I uh, a graduate from both schools and have all the knowledge that they teach, and I'm excited to continue that. Um, but um, then, then – you know, it started really within the first year of getting the CEREC. Um, It was back when it was a blue cam. Mm -hmm. And you remember the Sarman technique? You remember that yeah, one? I'm very familiar with all that. Yeah, the yeah. One at a time. Thing. Like the screwdrivers and shit like that yeah. in there. Export, export copy. It was, it, was a, it was a challenge to do six units. And I remember doing my first six units on my grandmother-in-law. And it took me eight hours. And it was with one milling machine. And so, um, but I fell in love. I fell in love with it. The fact is, it was eight hours. It was awfully long, and it was—it's not the prettiest smile I've ever done. Um, a matter of fact, I beg her to let me redo it every time I see her. Um, but she's she's like, I love it. I'm not letting you redo it. So, uh, but um, but anyway, so that that started the journey of just being more passionate about what I think I could deliver as a patient experience than just uh, getting it done. And so 
I started spending lots of hours um, working at designing. And so instead of hours, like sometimes, you know, if you've designed uh, in software, it, especially in the beginning, it was really frustrating to get mm -hmm. really nice results. Um, and I'm thankful for all the pioneers in CERC dentistry that really, you know, through the red cam days and the, the initial imaging, how, how uh, they had to fight through some of the challenges to get it to work and do decent dentistry then. Um, but then fast forward to, you know, asking people to travel and, and do full arch treatment or full mouth treatment with the CEREC in a day. I know that goes against the grain, but it, it's worked well for us. Um, it, you know, my first case, uh, I thought I had everything figured out. I've done a lot of veneers and a lot of same day, uh, 10, 12 unit uh, cases. I had my bio copies. I had my bite. I did a, a way of recording the bite uh, and restored that. Then I prepped the last few teeth to get rid of the bite. Mm -hmm. and uh, the computer locked up and I lost everything. So that was my first experience with a guy from Pennsylvania uh, coming in for 28 units. And um, his, his actually, I did a video on him on, on YouTube, but I, I just was honest with him. I said, man, I have no idea what happened. Fortunately, we had redundancies, right? So we had multiple uh, computers, uh, used another one, we made a jig. Um, I didn't get done with that till um, I want to say 7.30 that night. It's been been a few years since I've done that. And the that patient treatment. was still but appreciative and happy. He was still happy. Yeah. yeah, it was a miracle. I told, I, I, I literally, it was a miracle. And, and the point really with telling you why, I mean, we started at 8 and got done at 7.30. That is terrible production. That is, I mean, <laughs> that is awful. Uh, hourly production was shot. Um, but I still, everything, you know, it ended well. And it was a beautiful smile, I feel like, one of my best. And I'm really proud of it because it was perseverance. And um, so I, I was able to persevere through others. And so I, I think now the software is even better. That was back, I think, Omnicam. Right. Um, so now PrimeScan, it's even more predictable, right. uh, even less hiccups. But some of those earlier softwares and challenges developed a patience, I think, that I have with the process that has... Um, you know, garnered me some uh, some successes that maybe others would be like, you know what, I'm just going to send that to the lab. Why why get the headache? And I get that too. Um, it's not for everybody to sit there and fight with software. And I'm sure, like we were talking before we even got on. There's, you know, computers can be glitchy and, and frustrating. And you know, if you're well, my lucky you is on ground, so I'm tech support, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so, so all right, anyways. so you, you're leveraging same day dentistry in your case, Sarek. Uh, very heavily yep. to be your unique proposition for your patients. How So right. you're getting a lot of out-of-town people. Are you using any type of virtual platform to help communicate with these people? Yes, we use Zoom and we use um, uh, Google Meet uh, okay. to do that right now. Um, and then uh, we, we do, matter of fact, I'm, I got a virtual when we're done here to, today. We, and uh, we got, we just schedule those on Thursdays. But yeah, just uh, they, we get all their information. They submit their records. Um, they submit, How do they submit you know, records? Talk to me about that. So we what have a form. Like? Yeah, we have a form. If you go to yoursmalldestination.com, we use a, I think it's called Jot Forms, the mm -hmm. company that helps the records. So, but they're able to submit their their records to us and um, we get at least an understanding of what's going on. Obviously, you can never have a final treatment until you see them in person, but we get a decent idea and we explain that. Um, and so when they're able to come here, we have, uh, you know, a, a, at least a, a treatment plan that's pretty close um that they've accepted and feel and financed and and so when they get here we we button it up right we take a few x-rays typically especially if we're having some questions we'll take that the evening before and do the treatment the next morning 
Um, and so that's kind of how we've done it. You know, that's what we did this. We did uh, took care of a lady from Kentucky uh, uh, on Tuesday, and yesterday was a lady from uh, Colorado Springs. So uh, 10, 10 units. Uh, and it can, it's kind of interesting, right? That's the It's the fun kind of hodgepodge of treatment, cantilever bridge on one, an implant for a lateral there on the another, veneers, crowns, um, and so sometimes in an implant, so that you just have a, a wild um, uh, amount of things you can kind of put together. And that's what I love about CEREC. It's not limiting uh, for doing these uh, large cases. So, well, And we I have guess, six mills upstairs okay. and two downstairs. And so the turnaround is another huge in, uh, factor there, right? Being able to turn around the smile that quickly. Yeah, basically you can mill eight units at one time. Uh, Right. In, th in theory. So it's interesting you also say that. One of, one of the challenges, I would assume, with uh, semi-unplanned out-of-town dentistry is you, you might not be doing veneers. You might end up taking a tooth out. You might end up doing, you know, a crown yeah. on a tooth. You may, you know, you have no idea kind of to a certain degree uh, what you're walking into. And uh, so you have to have a, I would say you have to have a full suite of clinical knowledge uh, to mm -hmm. be able to tackle these kind of cases. And that's where c consistent yeah. lifelong commitment to education and getting better is, is absolutely important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Good point. What, what other advice would you give anybody listening that says, I want to do what you're doing? What, what are the pitfalls of this? What are the things that you wish weren't like this? Like what yeah, are the negatives? Of, because it sounds all sexy and phenomenal, but <laughs> there's bound to be some negatives in, in, in this type of. Medicine. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, be, be prepared to be humbled. Uh, you know, you're, it's, there's plenty of times where you thought things would turn out a certain way and they don't, whether that's clinically or just as you're uh, developing a practice and adding people and, and figuring out your systems. Um, I, you have to find joy in the journey. I think that they, we've all heard that before, but if you really don't enjoy the journey in dentistry, man, um, you're going to be disappointed, right? Because it is really totally a journey and you uh, you do have highs and lows and you have to have good people to support you. I think that that's uh, ultimately um, where I could say I, I've been able to uh, make it through and have successes where we're at now and, and obviously for our future ahead of us, uh, how are we going to continue to grow? It's not, not me coming up with some really amazing idea. It's going to be a group of people that help uh, achieve uh, the vision that we've set forth for us. Um, but I, I'd, so I'd say first thing, you know, surround yourself with the best people you can find, compensate them well, create uh, an, an incentive, at least within, it doesn't have to even be financially. It could be, it could be, you know, the, the license to make decisions and, and contribute. Um, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of people on our team who make very high level decisions um, and they, they bring a lot of value, they're compensated well, but I, one of the things I know they love is they get to kind of help decide the direction. Um, I, think, I think a dental team approach where you, you at least engage people that are uh, excited about your profession, get it. You know, that's the thing, you kind of, you already know this, you know the people and you know, everybody does in their practice. You know what, that person just gets it. Uh, if I can give them a little bit more room to spread their wings, they're gonna help make this practice better than I could because my butt's in a chair and my hands are in a patient's mouth. And, you know, uh, there's only so much I can do. Um, and so I think that that's huge. Um, other than that, I mean, uh, I, I think uh, recognizing that, and I'm trying to do this still, um, recognizing that it is not just, uh, we're really competing for um, all the things people want to spend money on and they're bombarded with online, 
right? I mean, you go to Facebook, I get ads from everything. And so we've got to find ways to, we're not competing against each other as much as we are for what these patients are going to be willing to spend $5,000 on rather than your implants, right? And so if we can really find ways to make a healthy smile, attractive, uh, approachable, um, sexy, like you said earlier, <laughs> now, now we've done something, right? And that's, that's probably why, you know, why we built this place. We want to make it approachable. We want to make people that normally go, I'm not going to the dentist. I hate going to the dentist. We, we're like, okay, we're, we, we, we want this challenge. We want to see what we can do. Come on in. Let's, let's see if you hate us after, after you're here. The people here are too nice. We really care. Um, we're, we're trying to do things different. Let's, let's see, let's see how, uh, how you feel once you leave. And uh, so fortunately we're, we're, we're fighting the good fight and making, making a difference. But uh, I think uh, every, every dentist can do that. Every team can do that in, in some degree. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Grant, I want to thank you for your time. I've got two yeah. questions. I got uh, sure. some, something that'll kind of open, uh, hopefully give people insight into who you are as a person. Um, okay. I know my answer to this question. Uh, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, golly. Tri-tip. What the hell is that? Tri-tip. Tri-tip. That sounds a, like three a, types of food. I mean, you got one a, food. It, yeah. It's a steak. It's a it, really good, it's a very, it's a it's very a underappreciated. Uh, no, it's a steak, but it, it's a, it's a roast. Is there anything outside the filet for the steak? I mean, that's all I know. <laughs> You've had you've had some good steak in the day, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But no, I love I love I love all steak, but uh, the the tri tip is. Speaking is of really steak, bad. my son, my 11 year old son, is convinced that I'm going to buy him some A5 Wagyu one day. Yeah, and that he just wants to eat like five ounces. And I told him I can't yeah. afford it, and nor yeah. can he. What? All right. So uh, <laughs> last question for you: What would you do if you were invisible for a day? What would I do if I was invisible for a day? You know, um, I would, I'd, mm, I'd probably walk around the office. I'd, I don't know. I think I, our team is really good. And I, I but I'm always like, are they just that good when I'm around? Right. Like, you know, I'm just, I, I, I want to know. I want to, yeah, you got the feeling. I'm like, they're cheating. Know. They're eating bonbons when I'm not there. They can't be that sweet. They can't be that good. I, I, I I'm going to catch them. So maybe, maybe that's what I'd do. I, I don't know. <laughs> Well, Grant, how Good can question. people get in touch yeah. with you and your services and your reostat? Yeah, and all of that I stuff. appreciate it. Yeah, so reostat's still under construction, but reostat.com is definitely uh, out there. We just haven't developed it yet. And then, uh, you know, if you're if you're a patient, obviously we we have uh, uh, yoursmiledestination.com, uh, and then our website is idspringfield.com. But uh, love to see people on the YouTube channel. I will be starting to, like I said, create. I've got some co good content written for. Uh, the Rayostat YouTube channel. So I'm going to start from scratch, right? We got 108,000 subscribers on our uh, our dental office uh, channel, but I would like to make a channel that's a little bit more directed towards uh, just having, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm copying you. Your whole background, it's the same in our studio. I'm yeah. just going to but you make I, it the me. wheel. No, you got it figured out. I'll just keep doing it. So well, thank you, Grant. Cool. Yep. Um, I appreciate it. Appreciate if anybody it. wants to get in touch with Grant, you know, all the social media channels, YouTube for certain, uh, reostat.com, your smile destination, uh, all of those ways. Uh, Grant, thank you for being open and sharing. I hope sure. each of you listening will reach out to Grant uh, or many yeah. of you will reach out to Grant and just pick his brain about what he's doing, what he's done. And don't get caught up in 
well, I don't want to get that big or I don't want to do those things. There is something to be learned because Grant probably never thought he wanted to get to where he's at or necessarily believed that he would get there. He was just trying to make the next step. And what I want to encourage people is just make the next step. And then you can always choose to stop when you get to where you want to be or where you believe you want to be. You don't have to go all the way, but I believe you have to at least try and make a step. And, and, and there's so much to learn from these things, especially when you say to me, I want to do more of this dentistry. Uh, there's a way to do it, and we should just not reinvent the wheel. We should uh, copy people who are already doing it and then certainly make it our own with our own personality and our own culture uh, and, and make that happen. So, Perfect. Uh, congratulations, Grant, and thank you so much yeah. for spending time with us. Thank you. Yeah, you have a good one. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family. T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, Let's get to this week's episode.